on this computer. Oh, I think we're live. Here we go. Awesome. Hello, everyone, and welcome to an edition of the Smart and Safe Small Business Podcast. I am Alex Oxford, and I, I am here with Luke. Luke, where are you calling from today? I am calling from Vancouver, British Columbia. Well, welcome from Durango, Colorado. Super excited to have you here. And for those of you who don't know, Luke was actually one of the first employees for Bench.co and left to form his own accounting CPA bookkeeping practice. So thanks for being on the show today. Yeah, happy to be here. It's always exciting to talk to more business owners about how to get their stuff in order. Well, great. Well, let's hop right in. Once again, we've got an eight-minute format here, so I'm going to start the timer. And let's start with the first question. Who's your ideal client? Who do you work with? Sure. We work primarily with somebody who has a bookkeeper. So we're, we're not doing any bookkeeping anymore. Uh, so it's really somebody who makes around $500,000, maybe two fifty dollars to five hundred, dollars And they're looking at ways to optimize their tax situation. So we really focus on tax advisory, income tax, entity planning, uh, maximizing those home office, travel deductions, that sort of a thing, as well as retirement. And it really would be somebody who identifies more as a business owner uh, rather than a self-employed person or a freelancer. And are there any particular industries that you focus on? You know, we do a lot with marketing consultants, architects, food bloggers, a lot of online professionals. We are a fully virtual team. And so if you already work remotely and virtually, then we would be a really good fit. That's great. And can you give me uh, one specific problem that you help your clients solve? Because we're more than just tax compliance and we work a lot with planning throughout the year, the big problem that we solve for people is, I don't know how much I'm going to owe in taxes. So rather than just doing your taxes once at the end of the year or afterwards, we would like to do a projection with you throughout the year, ideally four of them, to help you know how much should you have set aside. Wonderful. And what are the typical symptoms that some of your clients face when they have that problem and they're trying to solve it on their own? So oftentimes people come to us and they say, I am just staying up all night worried about how much I owe in my taxes. Or they say, I filed my taxes this year and I owed a huge amount. Or, you know, sometimes the exception is uh, they had so much cash available, they don't know whether they should be setting it aside for taxes or using it for retirement. So if there's a cash problem going on, then that usually is an indicator with taxes that we can help them. That's great. Well, that's a good problem to have. I certainly hope I can have more cash than less. So what are some common mistakes that people make when they try to solve that problem on their own? I think not being willing to invest in the solution. Uh, DIY is great for a lot of situations, but when it comes to the tax code and cash flow forecasting and just planning for the year, investing in a qualified resource is going to be very uh, high return. And that might be a one-time thing, but chances are you're going to get an idea of how much you don't know about it. And then you can partner with a professional to work with them throughout. So have you seen some horror stories in the past from uh, people trying to do this on their own? Do you have any quick, quick examples to share? I think the biggest problem is, you know, people, especially doing their own bookkeeping, which like I said, we had been doing in the past, but really recommend you work with somebody who focuses especially on bookkeeping and everyone has an idea of, oh, I know bookkeeping is simple. 
easy I can do it. But the reality is there's so much nuance under underlying it that unless you're really trained to do bank recs and understand how financial statements work, it's very easy for them to be wrong. So, you know, we helped somebody catch up on their taxes. They were quite behind and they were even working with a bookkeeper. But rather than spending time reviewing it and looking at it throughout the year, they didn't notice. They just wanted to get it done. And so we caught an error with their bookkeeping because the client hadn't checked, oh, I didn't make 200000 that year, I made 100000 So that was a thirty or $40,000 mistake that they made, and we were able to help catch. That's great. So what is one free, valuable action that listeners can take and implement that will help them solve this problem? I think at a baseline, if you want to keep the very simple uh, rules of thumb, make sure you have all of your estimated tax payments written down in your diary or your calendar, or however you track important dates with reminders, those should be on your calendar. It's your responsibility to make your estimated taxes. And then from there, just have a separate savings account for your income tax. Every month, 30, 40% for California and New York, 30% of your net income from your bookkeeping goes into that savings account. And if you do those things, you almost won't need me. Well, don't say that. Uh, are you considered a profit-first individual? Do you do you guys use that methodology? Sounds somewhat familiar. Not, not technically. I do like the principles of profit-first. I found it to be overly complicated, but I know some people who use it with great success. And so I think it just comes down to knowing your personality and what might work well. There's definitely something to be said about having a separate bank account and not even seeing the money and that way you don't miss it. And so when it's time to pay taxes, there are no surprises. I love that yeah. feeling. Especially like sales tax. <laughs> exactly. Especially sales tax. So what is one valuable free resource that you can direct people to that will uh, help further educate listeners? So we do a Facebook live every week for our clients and we've actually been especially in this time, taking and posting them to YouTube as well. So there's one video in particular that I'll link to our website at timbertax.co slash cashflow. And it talks through a 13-week cash flow forecast that you can just do in Excel. You don't need anything fancier than Excel or Google Sheets. And when times are uncertain, having a 13-week forecast will really help clarify where am I missing revenue, where am I able to maybe look at some expenses, and then that gives you some action items on, you know, getting some financing or considering letting people go or taking money out of retirement. So, yeah, timbertax.co slash cash flow. Wonderful. And especially today with such uncertain times, we might not be able to see two years ahead or three years ahead, but we can definitely see 13 weeks ahead. And even if we can't, hopefully we can see at least a few weeks ahead. So I think there's something everyone can do to get a better grip on, on their cash flow. Well, we've got about a minute and a half here left. So last question is, what's one question that I should have asked that would be of great value to listeners? Uh, and the answer, please. What's the difference between safe harbor and actual projections? Which I don't know if I have enough time to really explain it all, but. Uh, a safe harbor payment, and I'm talking about income taxes, is based on last year. Cheap, easy, less accurate. And an actual projection is based on an actual calculation, something we kind of think of as a mini tax return. So if you can get that straight in your head, you will definitely be ahead of the curve 
of a lot of people understanding how to plan for and pay your quarterly taxes. And would you say with the two second, I guess the, the couple seconds we have here, uh, with all the uncertainty today surrounding the coronavirus, have you been seeing it better to do the safe harbor and use last year's payments for this year's or to run a miniature tax return? Yeah, I I think when times are uncertain, because the federal tax penalty is so low, I, I think the best option is almost always to keep that money in your own savings account. So as long as you're the type of person who can do that, uh, meaning you may not spend that money uh, unnecessarily, save the money and wait until the end of the year to pay it all in. Well, wonderful. We are right on time here. Thank you so much, Luke. And I look forward to catching up with you again soon. Thank you so much.